Thank you for joining us for the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife, Elizabeth. Today, Robert and Elizabeth will continue tackling life issues from a married perspective. Revelation 2.4, Jesus wrote this. He said, I have this against you, that you've left your first love. So I, I look at, at, the, at the rocks and I have to just drop them. I can't be the judge. I don't have any stones to throw because I'm just as bad as anybody out there. Don't make the mistake of thinking that you're better than someone else. You have sin in your heart just as they do. It may be different, but it's there, and you too are guilty. Pastor Robert reminds you today that by the standards of the Lord, we all fall short. Without his salvation, none of us will ever enter his kingdom. Now, here's Pastor Robert and Elizabeth as they continue their message, A Culture of Honor. not blaming others for our situation or deflecting. It's not siding with the accuser, casting other people down. And, you know, it's, it's interesting because when, really, when you really break it down and you lay out, okay, here's what Jesus does and here's what the enemy does. And so honor looks a lot like Jesus. Dishonor looks a lot like the enemy. You know, you can, you can get it pretty clean on paper. It's like so many things. We used to joke about it when I was building houses. That looks really good on the plans, but it's a lot harder to actually put into practice. It's messy. I remember the first time Elizabeth said to me many years ago, one of my whiny moments, I guess, you know, she said, Robert, war is messy. And we're at war. It's messy. Where are you most prone to blame other people or accuse other people, even if it's only in your thought life? If this woman was caught in adultery in this church, I couldn't just ignore it. I'd have to deal with it. Biblically, I have a duty. I have a responsibility. And even if that were not the case, I'd have people coming at me from all sides whispering in my ears, gossiping, and did you know so-and-so? Aren't you going to do something? Jesus didn't ignore it either, by the way. Jesus didn't ignore it. In John chapter 8, verse 6, this they said, testing him, that they might have something of which to accuse him. They were trying to set him up. But Jesus stooped down and wrote on the ground with his finger as though he did not hear. Man, I wish I was more like Jesus. When people come and gossip, (laughs) if I could just remember to do that, just just doodle or something. 
So when they continued asking him, he raised himself up and said to them, he who is without sin among you, let him throw a stone at her first. You know, it's, it's a very similar principle. I mean, you might say it's exactly the same thing that, that he said about take the plank out of your own eye first, and then you'll be able to see more clearly to take the splinter out of your brother's <laughs> eye. Yeah, that's a pretty cool illustration, right? Really brings it home. <laughs> if you want to help your brother, deal with your own first. And again, he stooped down and wrote on the ground. Nobody knows what he wrote. There's all kinds of speculation, you know. He, what was he writing? But, you know, what I see when I look at this story is, figuratively speaking, the handful of rocks that I usually have. Because I'm really good at throwing rocks. You don't get to be 60 years old without accumulating some some hurts, some offenses, some disappointments, some grievances with other people. I got lots of rocks. What are your rocks? And Jesus looks at us and says, if you're without sin, you can throw those rocks at people. But you might want to go take a good look in the mirror first. By the way, James tells us that the Word of God is, is like a mirror for us if we'll read it. and If you take a good, honest look in the mirror, well, I definitely don't see a man without sin when I look into the mirror. And when Jesus stoops down and starts writing in the dirt, I'm just praying he's not writing out my list because it would be a nice long one. After the obvious ones like selfishness and hard, harsh speech, there's a, a deeper list of sinful attitudes, probably some unforgiveness in there that pops up from time to time, and I have to make that decision all, all over again. But then there's the, the, the worst one of all. In Revelation 2.4, Jesus wrote this. He said, I have this against you, that you've left your first love. So I, I look at, at, the, at the rocks, and I have to just drop them. I can't be the judge. I don't have any stones to throw because I'm just as bad as anybody out there. First, I have to do, like he said, Revelation 2.5, remember therefore from where you've fallen. Repent and do the first works, or else I'll come to you quickly and remove your lampstand from its place unless you repent. I think that that's where the culture of honor as a lifestyle, it really begins. If we want that in the church as a culture, we have to cultivate it in ourselves. And I think it begins there with the... Um, you know, remember your first love and then repent that, that you let it go to whatever extent you let it do that. So all these questions, when we direct them at you, they're on this handout for the sake of you going home and cultivating it yourself as you go. What is it? Where is that in me? Do you remember what it was like when Jesus first found you? 
where, where you were and how that was? Do you remember what he rescued you from? Do you remember how he went about washing and restoring you in the process that that was or maybe still is? And, and, and the feeling that he gave you as he did that, like he's, he's not just an academic exercise, it's, it's a matter of in the heart making the connection to what happened when he talks about love, you, you left your first love, that was something more than just like a confession, that was, that was something that took over your life and made a decision. And for me, there was a distinct moment, I was already in counseling and I had been in church for three years without fully repenting. And, and, and I, was, I was having this situation where I sat with my counselor and, and I was just suddenly so aware of my own shame. Like I, I was just so aware of how unclean I was and it wasn't just, I mean what brought it to the surface was that at the time I was living a lesbian lifestyle. That is an obvious one, but it wasn't, that was just a surface really. Because what came to the surface in this very particular night was that, that I, just, I just admitted and realized at, at a very core level, I, f I felt so unlovable and dirty and shameful. And it was much deeper than my sexual identity or any of that. It was something much, much deeper. And my mentor... She was like, why don't you try to look at Jesus on the cross? Just close your eyes and try to see Jesus on the cross looking at you. And I'm like, why would I do that? I'm already guilty enough. Why? I don't need his condemnation on top of my own. I already know what I've done. I already know. I, I fully expected that what I would see if I mentally did that was I would see Jesus like, listen, I died on the cross for you. And this is what you give me back, a life like that. That's what you do with that. Because I'd been those three years in church, but it hadn't fully, it, it had just brought me closer to repentance, but not to purity. But it starts with repentance. And so she, she was so wise, and it didn't have any of the names people give these kind of exercises today. It was just her asking me to close my eyes and, and try to see Jesus on the cross looking at me. And, and she was wise because she knew me well enough that if she dared me, I would do it. If she pitied me, I wouldn't. But, but she was like, you're a coward. You've done so many crazy things in your life and you won't even look up at Jesus on the cross. And I was like, all right, then. And it was really like expecting the worst. for joining us for this special Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife, Elizabeth. Each Friday here on Main Thing Radio, Pastor Robert and Elizabeth will be tackling various issues that we face as Christians from a husband and wife perspective. Be sure to join us each Friday for these insightful messages from Pastor Robert and Elizabeth. For more information about Main Thing Radio, Pastor Robert, Elizabeth, and Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, log on to MainThingRadio.com. That's MainThingRadio.com. At our website, you'll find today's broadcast for you to listen to or download. We also encourage you to prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. With a gift of any amount, we will send you an MP3 CD of the current series Pastor Robert is teaching through here on Main Thing Radio. A secure option for you to give has been provided via PayPal. That's all available at MainThingRadio.com. 
We'd also like to encourage you to follow us on Twitter. A link to subscribe to our Twitter feed is available on MainThingRadio.com. Again, thanks so much for joining us today. Remember to join us on Monday as Pastor Robert will continue teaching verse by verse through the Word of God. That's next time on Main Thing Radio.